Hello, everybody, and welcome to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Kendra. What's up, you guys? As always, thank you so much for listening. We're so excited to talk today. This is going to be a fun episode. I hope you guys are ready. So let's just get into it. Kendra, yes. how was your week? How was your weekend? What'd you do? Oh, I have something to share. Finally, I wasn't at home. <laughs> <laughs> finally finally I feel like I've been so dry on like my Instagram and stuff because I've literally just been home anyways um this weekend you know I told you guys before that I wanted to implement my 24-hour self-care more frequently and I am holding true to that so um, on Saturday, I decided to go ahead and cash in that, um, <laughs> 24 hour self-care day because last week my kids, you know, I had them, had them, you know, <laughs> yeah, for that long MLK weekend, a, a long MLK weekend. And I was like, Ooh, mommy needs a little break. You know, actually my husband told me, he was just like, maybe you should take a break. Like you should go to the spa. And like, and I was just like, Oh, I don't know if I even really feel like it. Like I have stuff to do here, you know, whatever. And he's like, no, you should do it. So I'm like, okay. We were like in the car and, um, we have like these like rewards benefits that we've never really like tapped into, um, with, um, with one of our credit cards, you basically can get like a fine hotel, you pay the price, but you get like cashback rewards. And then you get like, when you go to the hotel, you get like a voucher to um, eat at any of the restaurants. And it's like all these extra perks, right? And so I'm yeah. like, ooh, that sounds nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, I started off, I went to Burke Williams to get a massage and just like spend a spa day there. Nice. Which was really nice. Um, yeah, I was kind of nervous to go like with COVID and stuff, but they had all their protocols in place and I didn't really get in like the jacuzzi or anything like that. I just, you know, kind of like chilled, did my um, treatments and then I went to the hotel and um, checked in there. The room was really nice. They have like a little welcome thing and like, it was like super cute. And so I just hung out there. I took me a little nap. I was like, okay, nap in the middle of the day. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Cause when I saw you on your 24, I wanted to like DM you. And I was like, no, I'm just going to wait. But <laughs> when I saw you go out for dinner while you were there, all I could think was, See, I would have slept past that. I probably would have fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I set I set an alarm because like I said, they gave me like a hundred dollar um like voucher or whatever that I could use at any of the restaurants. So I was like, I ain't gonna waste this money. Yeah. I no, could have no. room service too, but um the things that I saw on room service I didn't really um care for. And they had really nice um restaurants there i went to the westin um in anaheim which is like right by disneyland and it was really nice and so um they were you know giving me all the little treatment because i was like it was only like a couple other people in the restaurant (laughs) and so i'm like sitting at this big old table it was really beautiful though really nice um i enjoyed the dinner 
And then I went back to the room and like watched Netflix and watch all my little shows and like just big chilling. Like it was just like so relaxing. Um, not too far from home. So the next day I, um, and then you also got to do like a late checkout, like 4 p.m. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's nice. Yes. I'm like, listen, tap into those. Like I always get stuff and I never really feel fully utilized like all of the benefits of it. Right. And when I learned about this, I said, oh, I'll be doing this. Like, <laughs> You're like, this is a 4 p.m. checkout. See, you could do early check-in and late checkout. Wow, see. If you're an Amex holder, like card holder, look at your benefits, y'all. Like, look, look, okay? Because there's a lot. <laughs> see, we like to use our points when we go to San Diego. But this is not even points. This, is, this was not even points. This was So if you're an Amex card holder you get a certain level of benefits just for being a card holder. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. So they have a partnership with Marriott Hotels and with Hilton Hotels. And Weston is under Marriott now. So you, you go into the portal and they'll give you a list of hotels that are under their fine hotels and uh, resorts. So you can pick a hotel that's under that bracket or whatever. They have like really expensive hotels, like like $1,250 a night. Then they have some that are like $300 a night. And then they'll give you a $200 credit to stay at the hotel, right? Oh, so if wow. the hotel is $300 a night and then you get a $200 credit, you're only paying $100 for the room. Yeah. And then they're also giving you a $100 gift card to use at any of the restaurants in the hotel oh wow and this is not using any of your points and then you still get the points for booking through a marriott hotel so you get those marriott bonvoy points yeah because you need them bonvoy points yeah you get those bonvoy points and then you basically stayed there ate there everything for just a hundred dollars see i love that okay so i'm gonna check with my husband because i know he has the amex card yeah i on the other hand love debt <laughs> i am not uh trustworthy of an amx he would just have to come and check you in but see i use the card for like groceries um gas like everything day to day i never use my debit card i always use my amx and then we just pay it off every week oh see because i don't have that i don't have that control yeah yeah, you do have to have self control. Like, yeah, you do. Because I'll be like, you know what? I deserve. <laughs> I just think I need straight hair, curly hair, and wavy hair. And I just need like five bundles of each. Because I want 30 <laughs> inches, 28 inches. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely have to have self control uh, when using like the credit card system. But there's a, I'm learning a lot. Yeah, learning a lot about leveraging your credit and it's amazing like just sitting there reaping those benefits i'm like this is amazing this is why the rich stay rich okay yeah they are not paying for anything that's true like and then when you get to the hotel you get access to their westin lounge which means you get free breakfast while you're there so you go upstairs, you get card access 
to the eighth floor and you only get that access if you're um you know like if you're amex holder or whatever or if you're a western whatever and it's all this exclusive stuff and it's like you barely even paid nothing for it like yeah (laughs) see i'm gonna tap into that because i know we often use points but i'm gonna tap in with it because i know my husband has the amx card Mm -hmm. because he got control and so um me you know i buy clothes for a living (laughs) right but see he can like set stuff up for you and like you know no this this Mm -mm. (laughs) i'll be like you know what i just feel like south coast right oh i went there the next day I went to, but I went to Crate and Barrel. I didn't go crazy. Like, I just went to Crate and Barrel and got a few things that I have been wanting to get. But uh, I'd be on the real, real and be like, you know what? This is a discount. (laughs) (laughs) I will talk myself into it. Like, I will, like, I've gotten better with, um, like, finances over the years, Uh but I'm not there yet. Yeah. I've gotten, like, a lot better. Like, I don't even buy clothes. I don't really, like, I buy clothes for my business, but, like, I don't really, like, overindulge with, like, stuff yeah. with me. Like, I've had to learn how to go from too much to zero, and now I'm starting to find the you, medium. You've always been a designer girl. Yeah. Material girl! <laughs> that's my mama's fault. <laughs> that's completely my mama's fault. I know. I know. But, yeah, it's... I, it's if you can get it under control and like learn like yeah because i was the complete opposite like, but see hold on amex is for 30 and older yeah no yeah you don't want to you'll you'll ruin it in your 20s you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll ruin it you'll blow it because you won't understand like how it really works this is not a card where you just hold a balance yeah you don't hold but a balance you, you, you don't spend money you don't have yeah okay you're not running it up nope and just letting it no you're not doing that you're paying it off at the end of the month the end of the week whatever you're not just racking up no because amex interest will get you it will get you every time there's a lot of benefits but if you don't play it right yeah you'll get screwed so do your research first please but (laughs) if you are you know have self-discipline and you are just trying to like get points and like things to like travel for free and all that good stuff tap in so that's that's what i'm on i was like this is lovely i'm never going back anyway (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so that's pretty much what i did i just had my little staycation i did some shopping the next day and then yeah and then i came home to my babies all fun nice because i was thinking about your mama moment i was like i hope she does at the end when she yeah. when you got back your mama moment was yeah ended. that's gonna be my mama moment i'll save that for that portion how about you how was your weekend okay so you know last weekend it was all about my 600 pound life right <laughs> yeah so <laughs> this weekend i binge watched all these um what i eat in a day videos Mm, I've been watching those too. Cause I was like, I'm gonna figure it out because I basically came to the conclusion after I watched my 600 pound life mm-hmm. that it's really, and you know how everybody say abs are made in the kitchen. Yeah. So it really was came down to, it's really about your food intake and what you eat. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
it was really like, even if like working out is just an addition, but you have to eat right because you can't lose weight unless you're at a calorie deficiency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so this is like my first time really having to deep dive in because all the other times that I've lost weight, it was on accident. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Heartbreak was one. Mm -hmm. And my first, you know, your first love, my heartbreak. And then second was um, Josh went on a diet in our first year of marriage where we ate chicken, rice, and broccoli for like three months straight. (laughs) So that was a wild ride. So, okay. So I was like, okay, so this weekend I'm watching all the, what I eat in a day, the whole calorie deficiency. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, so the working out is just an additional thing because you don't really lose that many calories when you work out. Like you do, but you don't. Yeah. So they're like, it's really about controlling your eating. So my husband went to the grocery shopping on Sunday. I was supposed to go, mm-hmm. but he ended up going. And so he was there. So I just picked him like this long list of things to try. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, every video has avocado toast. Like I'm going to try it. I never had avocado toast before. I love avocado toast. I have had one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh my god. I don't know. I've had a lot of avocado toast. <laughs> Is it helping with the calorie deficit? Because it'll sound like it. <laughs> Funny enough, it is because this is what happens. I'm pretty active. Like yeah. on Sunday, I went for a walk for 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. So and I'd be cleaning my house and stuff, right? Yeah. So because I'm kind of active, I can kind of get away with the toast and the avocado. And so I made this thing where I have the the toast with the avocado i use the puree too like i don't have the slice it's technically guacamole i'm using guacamole ew <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Ew. No, i'm doing wheat toast uh-huh. with this puree guacamole don't say, puree. don't say puree just say guacamole why is that oh, how you, you say, say puree i'm thinking baby food oh no 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 it's like smashed like smashed <laughs> avocado yeah, 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 like smashed avocado, yeah, yeah, on the bread, and then I put, I've been wanting, I've been like wanting spinach recently, so then I had cooked this spinach, and I put it on top, mm. and spinach by itself didn't taste good, because I didn't season it properly, mm-hmm. but on top of the bread with the avocado, it came out bomb. Girl, avocado toast is endless, like, do you have the nothing but the bagel seasoning? I saw people use that. Bro, you need, let me tell you. Let me tell you how to do it. Hold on. I need to, okay. Let me tell you how to, y'all, get your notepads, okay? Let me tell you how to do a premium avocado toast. There's a couple ways that I like it. So, you got your your bread. I like fresh avocado just because you can, like, season it. And I don't like it too, too smooth, but, like, I don't like it chunky at the same time. So, I kind of, like, smash it down with the fork on the bread. Yeah. And then you season it. Um, with the, um, I use onion powder, garlic powder, pepper, and a sprinkle of the, or like a dash of the um, nothing but the bagel seasoning. Uh And then I also add tomato and red onion and some arugula with a little squeeze of lime. I mean, lemon. Chef's kiss, delicious. Now, if I'm feeling real fancy, I'll make me some pickled onions. Oh. And I put the pickled onions on there with um, boiled egg. Oh, oh, honey, delicious. 
if you're feeling real snazzy and you, you know, you're like, oh, I don't mind a couple extra calories, you can do like a little drizzle of honey mustard. Oh my God. See, I'm trying to do bacon it's, it's next. That's where I focused on bacon. Bacon. <laughs> Not bacon. It's basically like I like my avocado toast like basically like a, a avocado salad on a toast because the yeah. arugula adds like the fresh herb taste and then you have the um the onions for like the crunch and just like a little bit of added flavor and then with the seasonings and the squeeze of lime juice or lemon juice. Yeah, it's just delicious. I could eat that. Yeah. See, I'm going to get into that because I've noticed that the, what I eat in the day, like, like even with the avocado toast, I didn't, I, even though I like avocado, even though I like toast, I don't know, I was just kind of late to it, you know? Yeah. And then once I finally had it, I was like, oh, okay, so this is bomb. So maybe these people are not lying in mm -hmm. what I eat in a day videos. <laughs> and then too, like, it'll like fill you up yeah like it's not super heavy but it'll sustain you for a long time even just one piece like it'll it'll sustain you for a while and then like if you like chugging your water it's crazy because i know what to do to lose weight i just don't be doing it <laughs> like I but you i see your dinners be looking real good though like i'll eat really really healthy and i'll Ooh, be sorry. like "Ooh, i'm gonna get some ice cream like that's my problem but um <laughs> But see, I know what you mean because I feel full. I've, I've felt full all day, but mm -hmm. I have this urge to like, oh, I need to eat, I need to eat. But then I'm like, I literally feel like good, but my body yeah. is like, you know? Oh, you need to eat something. Like, no, you're fine. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely feel that. You know, it's funny. You was watching what I eat in a day videos and I was watching. Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> I was watching um 360 lipo versus no was it 360 lipo no regular liposuction versus smart lipo <laughs> listen smart lipo is lit honey i was like and then the then the next video i saw the the lady was like yeah you know this is this is just the added thing you still have to eat right you still have to like girl shut up just suck it out <laughs> Yeah, like just get in there and get it going because I thought about that too because um especially after having kids like that lower that lower yeah, abdomen that area college, that junk ain't going nowhere. That ain't going to you have to do so much to you really that's like past eating. You really have to work out and like like um what's that what's his name's wife? Um Kevin Hart's new wife. Um Oh, Aniko. Yeah, she'd be in the gym, like, heavy. And she worked out the whole pregnancy, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's what the doctor was saying. Like, this, like, smart lipo is really for the stubborn fat. So, oh. like, if you are exercising and working out, and then you're like, oh, I just have that last little couple inches that I want to, like, get off, that's what smart lipo is for. Oh. It, or it can help kickstart your... um like your weight loss journey okay did you watch i'm all whispering like nobody else can hear us did you watch um heather sanders she got smart lipo on her channel no i haven't seen her does she, does she look good did it work okay i gotta watch but, it 
See, that's the thing about smart lipo. Smart lipo can be a hit or miss. It depends on how your body reacts to it because the healing process is, is supposed to be less painful, but you're not getting those instant results like you do from liposuction. Liposuction oh. can just suck you all the way down and slim you out and give you that Coke bottle shape, but the recovery is going to be harder because it's more in invasive. Right, right. But with the smart lipo, it's less invasive, but you're not going to get those instantly gratifying, like, look. That's just from what I've learned from just watching videos. Some people have really good results, but the, it's usually the people that are, like, eating right and working out after. But people that are just expecting for it to go away now, liposuction, them people be coming out of surgery eating chicken wings. Like, what? Yeah. Well, on my 600-pound life, <laughs> you got to like... We almost done talk about this, y'all. Sorry. They got to prove they can eat healthy before they'll get approved for the um, surgery. So right. they lose about like 100 pounds, and then they get approved. They're so excited, and then by the time they get to their appointment, they've lost another 50 pounds, and then mm -hmm. they get the surgery, and then a year later, they'd be real little. Yeah, because that surgery is different. They're shrinking your stomach. Yeah, that's a whole different. Yeah, it's a whole. That's a whole different ball game. But even that's what life, that's even, what Jason Lee had. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, he had to sleep too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I have a friend who had it too, and he is so skinny now. It's crazy. Yeah. He looks good though, and he and he still works out because it's like you don't want to get your you don't want your skin to get like flabby and like all that. So you still have to like tone and like work out. But um, even with the lipo, like, you see people going to get it three, four times because they haven't changed their eating habits. And even though it's, it's not going to grow back in the places where you got it suctioned, but it'll go to other places. Yeah. So that's when you see people that got, like, BBLs and then they butt be all lopsided and saggy and nasty looking yeah. because <laughs> the fat got to go somewhere. It's yeah. not your stomach, but it got to go somewhere. And then you just be looking all unproportioned. And anyway. <laughs> yeah, we could go on that for a long time. <laughs> Anyways, we try to figure it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like at the end of the day, it comes down to get <laughs> But when kids stress you out, I need some chocolate. Honey. Honey, don't get me I need started. a root beer. <laughs> <And> a root beer. <laughs> I need a Dr. Pepper. I need a, I need a Twinkie. I need a chip. <laughs> you feel like you earned it. Oh, my gosh. Like, you guys know I've been on this fast. So I haven't had coffee. The struggle. You still on the sound? Every time I pass Starbucks, I'll be like, oh, me and you have never fought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I'll see you soon, my friend. Listen, I had to go into Target. In the first, what's the first thing you smell when you walk into Target? Coffee. Yeah, I was like, oh, I gotta get out of here. I you know what? I can't do. I can't do Starbucks at um, Target though because I don't like it either. They never make it right, and they be overcharging you. Yeah, and then you ever seen the fly in the thing? <laughs> In the food, I can't. Oh, no. 
Okay, y'all. Let's uh we're gonna jump into our mama moments because we Oh our hot topics. Oh our hot topics. I forgot we had hot topics today, you guys. Because listen, we have lots of love for the real, okay? Yes. Lots of lots of love for the real. But Jeannie Mai. Oh my god. Okay. You know, Jeannie Jeannie has talked herself into circles a couple of million times. Mm-hmm. And she's definitely a personality that, you know, that ain't for everybody. But today I'm watching her stories and she's talking about fourth trimester and like, it's been hard. And I'm like totally sucked in like me too. Like I just had a baby nine months ago. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's, it's hard. And she's just talking about her body. And I'm like, yeah, I know that feeling like, even my lower abdomen still like feels disconnected. Like it just doesn't feel all together. Like I can't walk too long sometimes because then I'll start my lower abdomen will hurt. And like I'm 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 connected to G. Yeah, you're like, oh, I feel what she's saying. Yeah, like I don't care that much for Jeannie, but this whole pregnancy journey has really sucked me in and been like, okay, like now I can relate to her in some right. form, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after she done told me the fourth trimester is rough, she goes on to say, and that's why I just love my Frida. (laughs) Frida is a underwear company. And so she basically got me sucked into her fourth trimester, then instantly switched to, yeah, the fourth trimester is rough, but at least I have my Frida. Click this link. Mm-mm. And I just thought you're used. You, I understand people sell a lot of things during their pregnancy, mm-hmm. but that she didn't have to, to me, go that far. Yeah, you could do, but she could have did a separate post about you know products that I enjoy. Yeah, but don't suck me in about your fourth trimester and then switch to underwear. Like if she would have said, "I'm getting some fresh air," or um. Or she would have said like something or that was a more a more relevant um, product. Like I've really been enjoying this tea because it relaxes me and it helps me like have some personal time. Like choose a more relevant topic at least, yeah. and then let me know at the beginning of the conversation that it's an ad. Yeah, yeah. Like it just because since she's had the baby, she doesn't post as much, and I just felt like oh, we haven't seen you in a while. We knew you just had the baby. You just announced the baby's name. Like, I I just got locked in. And by the third story, you're telling me how the underwear you're wearing is helping your fourth trimester. And like, I get it. Uh, Fourth trimester, you know, underwear does play a big role. Yeah. But she went into the underwear and the ice and the whole packaging of what you can order. And it was just like... And she okay. wasn't really talking about, was she talking about in the stories, was she talking about like pain or like, or it seemed more emotional? No, it was emotional because even in the post that she did today on her regular timeline, mm-hmm. she said like, I've been crying all day or for, since I had the baby, I've been crying nonstop, good news yeah. and bad news. Right. Yeah. So that's weird. Like it didn't, she should have picked a different product for that story. Like that it ain't she tugged on the people's heartstrings and then it's like okay but that underwear is not gonna help me like <laughs> yeah, like 
can some things just be an emotional and share and be authentic? Like everything doesn't have to be tied into a product. Right. Yeah. Well, she's heavy, not heavy in the news, I should say, because this only saw this on like a couple of news outlets, but allegedly. 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 (laughs) We don't be safe over here. (laughs) Right. There was some conversation about her and Jeezy not announcing the birth gender of the child because they've decided, which is, this is like kind of, um, what do you call it? It doesn't make sense (laughs) because I can't think of the word, but they've decided that the baby is going to be gender fluid. Yeah. So the whole, from my understanding, people who are gender fluid is because they, you know, they don't want to put a title. This is a decision that they made. Right. They don't want to put a title on everything and they want to be free flowing uh, and do whatever makes them feel good. Right. Right. But you're deciding this for your child. You're deciding that your child is going to be gender fluid instead of raising the child who were they they were born as and then letting them decide later on who they want to be right like you know it's just it's just interesting to me because i'm like well what are you going to do how are you going to dress the baby like if you put the baby in pants and like neutral colors what if the baby grows up and decides that they want to be a girl and they're looking at their baby pictures and they're like well how come what if the baby was born with girl parts and they'd also decided they wanted to be a girl and they grow up and they don't have any pictures and dresses. And they're like, well, why didn't you put me in dresses? I'm a girl. Yeah. Oh, honey, we just decided that you were going to be gender fluid until you grew up and decided who you wanted to be. Like, what? Yeah. You still made a choice for me. <laughs> and that defeats the whole purpose. It, the thing that, I, um, the thing about that is too is, I hate to say it, but first time moms, you make a lot of silly decisions. Like there's always the moms that are like, oh, um, no, I'm not going to put the photo of my child on IG. And then like six months later, you see the baby's face across every platform, TikTok and Facebook, you know? It's always what I'm not going to do, what I'm not going to do. And second, um, (laughs) if y'all watch The Real, y'all done seen Jeannie Mai's mom. Mm-hmm. If, if that baby is a girl it's gonna be in a dress <laughs> right <laughs> if that baby is a boy they're gonna call it a boy like and I third, like it's just taking it if this is true this is all alleged yeah but if this is true it's just to me it's just taking it too far let the baby yeah. be a baby and like nobody's saying you have to dress the baby up in pink and you know whatever you can have neutral colors and like whatever but I just think it's 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 a bit much to label the baby as gender fluid when you're not even giving the baby is not even old enough to like make those options for themselves and also I hope that's not true but either way if it's true or not true I feel like she is really pulling this whole pregnancy thing out like like now she just barely announced the baby's name yeah. and i get it like 
but she made a whole big deal out of it, you know? She's dragging everything out. She's milking it for as, as much as she can. First, it was, well, they never did a gender reveal. So first, it was like the reveal, and now it's the name, and now it's like, did you say they said on the reel that they were going to possibly be announcing the gender? Yeah, on the reel, they said, when they announced the baby name on the reel, they said that, you know, shortly they'll, they'll announce the gender on the reel. But, you know, people, that could, that's just a cliffhanger, another cliffhanger. Right. So now if you read the article that they're choosing that, then she's going to come on the show and say this and that, and she's going to use the show as the platform to explain it. Right. So, and, and you know what? That sounds like divorce to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounds like divorce to me. Because you think Jeezy's family is really going to be like calling the baby they? You the nanny that's... not <laughs> the nanny is gonna come over and be like yeah girl or boy whatever the baby's name is you're so pretty girl here's a doll that's what's gonna happen nanny yes. do what they it's want natural. it's natural to because what you can't change is how the baby looks right so that's gonna naturally the baby's gonna naturally come into its own features and things like that and so people are going to naturally address what they see. And, and as a new mom, don't you, like, I've talked about it on here before, as a new mom, when you're, like, all my kids don't have hair, right? Mm-hmm. Or it takes them forever to grow hair. So my daughters were basically born, like, a little bit of hair. So even when they have pink on, people would call them a boy. Yeah. And it would be so frustrating, you know? And people called Kendon a girl because he had long hair. Right. So it's like so annoying. So now it's going to be like, she's just going to go with whatever, okay? You can address the baby as they. But then to me, it just defeats the whole purpose of people people fighting for the right to decide who they want to be because you're still labeling them. You're still giving them a label. You're still making a decision for them. So you're just defeating the whole purpose. You might as well just go on and call the baby wife what they were born by. And if they grow up and decide that they want to be something else, then deal with that at that time. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're trying to act like you think to me. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're trying to act like you're not putting a label on them, but you're still putting a label. Yeah. It just defeats the purpose. I'm just yeah. like, sometimes people just be like wanting to be too in with whatever is going on and just, yeah, it just kind of just goes overboard. Just like the whole Eminem's thing. Like, that oh was, yeah, that was ridiculous. So hopefully it's a rumor started by her ex-husband, okay? Or ex-husband's new wife, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can only hope, folks. We can only hope. Right. Okay, now... Mom. Now we got, huh? No, we got to talk about the Jacksons. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, it's gonna be quick. Speaking of people using pregnancies for this and that. Okay, I love the Jacksons. I think they're a beautiful family. They, the Jacksons are. Yeah, they're on YouTube. They're friends with Love and Slim. Uh, Love and Slim is uh, JJ Love and the Tall Car Guy review. This is YouTube drama. Okay. Um. So just really quick, but I'm watching their video today and they literally used, so that we found out the wife in the family was pregnant during Christmas time. 
we haven't had any updates now. It's like towards the end of January now. It's been a whole month since they told us that she was pregnant. They've only posted one video since the pregnancy announcement, right? Mm -hmm. And this was, so they decide to vlog to go to their first doctor's appointment. Well, in the YouTube subject line, she puts miscarriage or heartbeat, so scared. And it's like, I felt so triggered by that. And I just couldn't, like YouTube and these views, like that's yeah. what you're with. Like, and then you watch the video and she's pregnant and she has a heartbeat and she has a baby. Why would you even want to put that on your pregnancy? Yeah, it's your first appointment. I would, e- I would be scared to even like speak those words. Like, I yeah. would be for the best and I wouldn't want to use that for clickbait. And then, like you said, that's triggering for your audience and it's kind of insensitive when someone could be clicking on the video thinking that they could relate and then it's like oh yeah we have a heartbeat which is great for you but what if they're going to watch the video because they're thinking it's you know you know it's just it's just it's just really weird to have that as your subject line and you're just not you're not thinking about your audience no not at all because and I get, once I watched it, I realized she had had three, she had, this was, this is her fourth, hopefully her fourth time given birth, but she's had three um, miscarriages. So I understand she might have that comfort level with miscarriages, but there's people that have had 20, 30, like 15, like 10, like there's people that have had a, a lot of miscarriage and never had a child. And now they might be like you said watching that video because they might feel like they can relate to it or this and that and yeah. it's just like youtube and these family youtubers they've been going too far like i saw this one video where they used their kid being bit by the dog like what are they yeah, and then, thing is off limits they ran this one girl off of youtube because um i used to watch her channel all the time and i couldn't lie i loved watching her channel mm-hmm. but she forgot to edit out the part in her video where she was like okay look like you're really crying because their dog died Mm -hmm. and so she's like telling him okay okay come on act like you're really crying Eh, eh." like come on on, we gotta get we gotta get the 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 cover photo thumbnail yeah and then the kid goes i mom but mom i am really crying oh my goodness and she's like okay now put your head on my shoulder like we gotta get the thumbnail Girl, they ran her off YouTube. They ran her off Instagram. She deleted everything. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty she bad. She forgot to edit it out. Mm-mm-mm. Never anyway, edit when you're tired. <laughs> huh? I said never edit when you're tired. Okay. <laughs> definitely forget to, uh, to take something out. Dang, that's crazy. So I don't know these YouTubers and using their families. That could be a whole episode really on how YouTubers use their families for views. Yeah, because it, it's I've seen a lot of titles like not necessarily videos that I've watched, but titles that like go overboard. And as soon as you click on it, somebody the first comment is like clickbait. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Okay, okay. What's your mama moment? Okay, so my mama moment. Um. We like I talked about before, I went on my little 24-hour self-care day. And when I got home, my husband is like, he comes out the garage and he's like, 
Kenan has a surprise for you. <laughs> whenever I go somewhere, um, Kenan is always like, I have a surprise, whatever. So I come in the house and my husband's like, he's in the pantry. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I wonder where Kenan is. And so he pops out. He's like, surprise. <laughs> and then he runs up to me and he has this cute little card and he drew a picture of me. And um, on the inside of the card, he had, um, it was so cute though, because he had my braids. He had drew my braids and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, on the inside of the card, he wrote his name, but he put a heart around the Ken part. Oh, that was on purpose. And then, um, and then he drew a picture of himself. And so I was like, oh, thank you so much. And he's like, oh, I drew you a picture because, or he said, I made you a card because I love you so much. And I was like, oh, and he's like, can I have an apple juice because I made you a card? <laughs> you know what, Kendon? I like your style. <laughs> Better meet up and then ask me for something. <laughs> okay. You know what? It, was really, it was really special. He's getting more into drawing and like um he forgot to put his arms on him, but he he had all my body parts. <laughs> yeah, that's so really, cute. Really cute, really, really cute. And I was that's like, really oh, cute. actually missed me. See, sometimes you gotta go so they can miss you, okay? Absolutely. How about you? Um, this is kind of personal, but it's my mama moment because I've said it here on here. I've said it on here before. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up around boys, right? Mm -hmm. So raising my son with my husband, like it's been a learning experience for me. Mm -hmm. And you know, when kids go take showers or whatever, they forget stuff, so they ask you to mom or this and that or do you have a towel and so me I just run in there and give it to them right uh -huh. and so my son just turned seven and when I ran in there to give it to him he was just like oh my god like my privacy like I need my privacy <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> and when I come out my husband is like Nicole Austin is seven now like he gave me the talk like, what does that mean? What happens at seven? He, nothing. He was just like, he's seven. He's a boy. Give him some, give him some space. Yeah. Don't, like, he was like, knock on the bathroom door. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, and I was just like, what does that mean, knock on the bathroom door? <laughs> but I think that's for girls, too. Like, you should yeah. knock on the bathroom door. Yeah, for sure. It's just to show them like privacy and having respect and like all yeah. that stuff. Everybody right? should get privacy, yeah. Right. But see, seeing that he's my oldest, it's just like what I've done. Like, oh, let me just run in the bathroom and, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had a mama lesson this weekend. Oh my goodness. He's a mama back. lesson. Yeah, like. You'll save yourself some heartache knocking on the door. <laughs> Yeah, so this whole journey, I'm like seven, then eight, then nine, then ten, then eleven, then twelve. Oh, I'm just like, oh, it's too much. Real, too much. For real. Help us. Yeah. Help us with these boys. I got two. Help us. 
Whew, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, that's my mama moment. It was a mama lesson. That was a good one. All right, so for today's topic, we are going to be sharing with you guys some of our Mommy Must Haves product edition. So this is going to be for the new moms. We know there's been a lot of new mommies coming about um, in this whole, within this last couple of years. Um, Some people are on round two of their pandemic babies. So (laughs) we have seen a lot of pregnant and new mommies. And so we just want to share some of our new mommy must-haves. Yes. Kendra's Kendra's about to get into this list, y'all, but I'm going to let y'all know right now. I'm on baby number three, and my product choices is very limited because we'll get to it, okay? Right. Okay, and so I I wrote down literally my must-have. These are products that I use with both of my children. When you have a baby shower, you kind of go crazy, especially with that first baby. you like, right. oh, I'm racking it up. It's just like when you're doing the registry for your wedding. Like, it's like, oh, we're getting everything. Boom, 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 right? right. And so I had a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff I used, didn't use. So with second baby, you know, I just got the bare minimum, like stuff that I knew that I was actually going to use, like not yeah. all the little gimmicky products that they say that you should get because you're not going to use half of them. So what we're right. going to give y'all is the nitty gritty must have things that are going to make your life easier and that are going to be good for you and baby. So my number one product, I don't know if it's necessarily, this is not in any order actually, but one of my favorite products is the Nose Frida. Because when I first had Kendon, you know, when you're in the hospital, they give you the little suction bulb thing. Yeah. And it like, it don't really do nothing. Like, no. So the first time we used the nose freedom, I was like, this is amazing. Kendra. <laughs> I'm a gross. It's very gross. You have talked about this nose Frida. It is a holy grail product for me because. <laughs> okay. First of all, how you hold it in the nose and suck it without throwing up? Because I've tried it. I can't keep the baby still, keep the thing in, keep it in my mouth. And I'm over here gagging. I'm like, I can taste it. I can taste it. I can taste it. Oh, yeah. The first couple of times, I will say I did gag a couple of times, especially when you get like a real good, like, like it is really nasty. But I like to pop pimples. Like I like nasty stuff like that. So it doesn't really bother me. And then I actually studied the, the actual products. I'm like, there's no way it's getting into my mouth because there's a sponge there that's blocking. Like I took the thing apart. So I was like, let me see how this going to work before I use it because I'm not getting into this in my mouth. So it doesn't come in your mouth at all. It's literally just the air pulls it out and it stops it. So but yeah, I love it. I think it's great because it gives your baby relief. And imagine being an infant and not knowing how to blow your nose and yeah. it's just terrible. Like, and so that coupled with like the baby vaporizer, like if your baby has a cold or just like boogers or whatever. Yeah. It is an art to it though. Like sometimes when we first started using it, my husband had to help me like hold the baby down so that I could do it. 
but when they get older you just you just learn how to position them and get it done okay you, you swear <laughs> by that baby frida i swear by it. i've it, i've if i've ever talked to you about baby products you already know yeah we're gonna go ahead and get sponsored by baby frida i hope so that would be a dream okay so <laughs> another frida product that i swear by if you have a child that has to take any type of medication on the regular and they're just like don't like to take medicine I use, this is also a Frida product, but it is the, I'm trying to see if I have the specific name of it written down, but it's the, oh, it's called the Meta Frida. And it's basically a pacifier with a syringe attached to it so that you can administer the medicine through the pacifier. So there's like a little valve that goes on towards the side of the pacifier. So as the baby's sucking on the pacifier, the medicine just passes through. But what I like to do is angle it towards the baby's cheek so that they don't really taste the medicine at all. And it kind of just, they just kind of like suck it down before even knowing it. That's a so great tool. It's a really good tool because with Bryson, he came home on a couple of medications and he did not like the taste of them at all. One of them we could slip into his milk. The other one, it just ruined the taste of the milk. So uh, we had to get creative. And when I found that product, I was like, oh, this is lit. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yes. Another one that I swear by is a baby carrier. So What do you mean? What do you mean a baby carrier? So a baby carrier, you know, some people use... What is it called? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like onto your body. Yeah. Onto your body. So yeah, that's a must. what is called a must. the one where you wrap it around you? I don't like that one. Like no. the one with the, the cloth and you got to figure out how to do it and all and, and the swaddle the baby in there and like the mm -hmm. kangaroo. That's a no. No. I don't have time for that. Okay. No. I don't need the baby slipping out. I don't got to reach around my neck and do all this. I prefer... Um, there's the Graco Carry Me. Yeah. It's kind of expensive. So if you want a lesser version that still works, is the if if is it Infantino or Infantino? You know what? You bought me that at my baby shower was the the infant carrier. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing because yeah. when you have a newborn and you need to still get stuff done. Yeah. Baby in the carrier, you can cook, you can do laundry, you can you know, wash your face. You, <laughs> you yeah. just kind of get stuff done around the house. Even with Araya, she's nine months old, and I still use the baby carrier because yeah. I gotta get stuff done. That's a, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Because they have them for um, infant to toddler, and especially if you have a toddler and you like, oh, I don't, you don't have a double stroller. You can put the baby in the carrier and then push the the toddler. Or if you need to, you know, where I wore it a lot too with Kendon church oh. because we didn't want to take the whole um car seat inside and the stroller and all that is too much so what we did I remember the first time we took Kendon to church we learned this from another parent at the church she put the baby in the baby carrier and put the blanket over the baby because you know people always want to touch the baby and look at yeah. the baby and all this stuff you can yeah. kind of control it more if the baby's on your body <laughs> yeah that's smart so you kind of be like you want to see the baby okay back up a little bit i'm gonna open the blanket boop there he is cover him back up 
<laughs> you got your look. That's it. Now check yeah, Instagram. You, you don't never take that baby out the carrier. Nope. Because, no. you know, when they're close to your body, they sleep too. So yeah. I could feed them in there. Like I used to just be able to like, pop my boob out and feed the baby while he's in the carrier. Put him back in. He go right to sleep. Like <laughs> Okay, be good. And then be screaming all the way home awake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But at least he slept through church. Okay. Okay. At least he slept through church, and at least he didn't get touched because that's the worst when people yeah, touch the baby. Touching the baby's hands and all that nonsense. It's like you don't make me have to get clean this baby's hands in front of you after you touch their hands, huh? That's what oh, we doing. That, that was me. I, or yeah. I will usually be like, if I see people, if I can catch people reaching for it, I would say, please don't touch his hands. He puts his hands in his mouth. Like, please don't yeah. touch hands. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, duh. But I think it's just a natural instinct. People, you know, it's like, oh, the baby is so cute. But like, no, don't touch the baby's hands. He puts his hands in his mouth and you haven't washed yours. So let's not do exactly. that. Now, while Kendra goes down this list, uh, I'm going to slide in something real quick that I find um, that everybody needs is if you breastfeed, I swore by the nipple shield. Mm. I know, Kendra, you were saying earlier before we started the podcast that someone told you to rough up your nipples. Mm -hmm. I tried that. I, I wasn't successful. <laughs> and so I had, I swore by that nipple shield, like the cream didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this baby, this latch is not, it's, yeah. we, we just try to make sure you eat. <laughs> I know. No, the nipple sh shield is legit. Like I had to use that with Bryson because he had to learn how to eat. Like he yeah. didn't have the opportunity to come out straight to breast. So he was looking at me like, what is that? And so having the <laughs> shield and he was so small. So yeah. I have huge boobs. So having the shield kind of helped him to latch on better. And it yeah. saves, like Nicole said, it does save your, it saves your nipples a lot of struggle. So once the second, I would let them feed and the second I start to like start to burn, then I put the nipple shield on, let the nipple heal. Mm -hmm. And then once it healed, I didn't have to use it again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I also use like nipple creams. Um, there's one natural one that somebody gave me. I don't remember the name of it, but I also use the Mandela one, which is also natural. It doesn't harm the baby to like taste it or anything like that, but I would put it on like right after a feeding and it kind of just would like help to heal. You know what? Now that I think about it, the second one, I also use the gel thing, the gel pad. Oh yeah, those are those are good too for like um, engorgement. Yeah, and to help, I used it to help get the milk down. Oh, so like you could you could do it cool or heat, and so I would use heat to help with my letdown because with Bryson, um, I had I struggled a lot with breastfeeding because I was pumping. Like I was, oh, forcing, I was forcing the milk to come at 25 weeks and it was just a, a huge struggle. So I was trying everything in the world just to get the milk to come. <laughs> and so, um, so I would use those little gel pads and put them on to heat 
to like kind of like if you warm the milk up it like helps it come down oh i didn't know that yeah so that was a lifesaver as well um what else nicole Ooh, we kind of we both kind of talked about this the um the magic sleep suit oh yeah that's a must what was your experience with the sleep suit okay i'm pretty sure it was called the magic sleep suit i'm not sure but i'm pretty sure it's it's gray right i'm gonna show you what it looks like because I think I just um, threw mine away this weekend. It's the Merlin um, Merlin Magic Sleep Suit. And I call it like a little space suit because it makes the, the baby's body stiff. Oh, I, I didn't use that. I use some, I use like a, a one where they wrap you up and like it was just, you know how the one you have, it looks like a, um, like a, a one swaddle. Thing? Yeah, mine was oh, like a swaddle. The, the butterfly uh type uh swaddle onesie. Yeah, I used yeah. that too. But the Merlin bodysuit, I learned this from um one of my friends. She actually gave it to us. She's probably listening right now. Hey girl, hey. this was a lifesaver because she used to come to our house. She has her, she's always had her kids on a super strict sleep schedule. Like her kids have never slept with her they always slept through the night she sleep trained the both of them and she used the um magic sleep suit as a tool what it does is it's soft on the inside but it helps keep the baby um like still while they're sleeping oh it's like weighted yeah it's like wake themselves up yeah it's slightly weighted but it keeps their arms away from them and their legs kind of like straight and it's comfy and warm on the inside oh and um but it just helps them sleep through the night because they're not like babies usually wake themselves up by like jolting and things like that so that's why you swaddle the baby but with this i mean it's magic like it's called magic sleep suit but it really is magic so if you don't get nothing else and you want to help your baby sleep go yeah. ahead and get that like i highly highly recommend it um, oh see that's see that's a game changer uh I wish I would have had that with my first child because he did not like being swaddled. Uh-huh. Um, and Audrey, not so much, but that thing, you don't have to really swaddle them. It's like a, a onesie. Yeah, it's like a full body suit. You put the yeah. legs in, put the arms in, and you zip them up. And what I like about it as well is, you know, when babies are small, they're not supposed to sleep with a blanket or anything like that. Like you can swaddle them, but they're not supposed to sleep with a, ba- a blanket in the crib. they're wearing the blanket like it keeps them so warm so you put their regular sleeper on and then put that over it and they're so warm and then when they graduate from that there's another it's like a sleep sack and you can put that on them and that keeps them warm or cools them off it adjusts to their body heat so I also use that um once they graduated out of the magic sleep suit because it only goes up to a certain size Oh, see, that's a game changer right there, because sleep is a sleep is a big one. It's hard because you like, especially with sleep, you want to kind of go with the best product, not the best product. You don't want to go overkill, but you kind of have to go with something like that because you could waste a lot of money with the rinky dinky stuff and, and not work. 
Yes, because I also tried the other zip up one like you were talking about that kind of it's kind of like looks like butterfly type where it keeps the baby's arms up. It's the same concept, but it didn't work because he could still move his arms a little bit. So mm-hmm. I wasted my money on that one. Yeah, the sleep suit was like legit everything between so having the sleep suit and then also having a sound machine. So that's the next product. Okay. Um, is having a sound machine you can get the hatch baby nightlight and sound machine where you can hook it up to your phone and control it from your phone or you can get another one that's cheaper anything that plays sound um some babies are particular to different type of sounds you kind of have to figure out what sound your baby is going to cling to but any type of white noise and things like that it really does help keep the baby sleep well in my experience um with Bryson it really helped especially because he was kind of used to being around noise in the hospital oh yeah so when he came home we the first thing we did was turn on the sound machine because like you know we kind of wanted to just have some type of white noise so that he could stay relaxed and um that really helped with him we had that thing on every night and if it, <laughs> if we didn't have the timer on right and it shut off he would wake up oh wow yes so that was like a huge 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 help um and if you could start your baby out with it it'll you know it'll help see we started use i used the white noise with austin up until a certain age and then with um audrey we used the white noise but we could hear it too and then we started getting late to school because we was so (laughs) knocked out (laughs) <laughs> the whole house was sweet the whole house was listening to the ocean and we could not get to school on time i'm crying that's so funny yeah because, you know our kids like to sleep in our bed we got bed right. kids and so girl we was knocked out nobody was getting to work <laughs> Okay, so another thing, like just staying on the theme of bedtime, something that I really enjoyed was the zip-up sleepers, so or zip-up pajamas. Because what is that? Sorry, I'm sorry, guys. There's people racing outside my uh, place of business. Oh my god. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah. So I really like the zip up or I prefer the zip up sleepers or pajamas because the last thing you want to do changing a diaper in the middle of the night half sleep is have to like snap all these buttons and all this stuff so if you can get the zip up kind that's gonna save you a lot of time and energy whether it's nighttime or daytime honestly because once the babies start kicking and moving around and stuff you need to be able to to just get it done quickly like that's the goal I had a friend that she only did tops and pants. She wouldn't do a onesie. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was like, but I like their feet to be covered. Yeah, I like the feet to be covered. Because like we said before, like, they can't wear a blanket. So, like, yeah, I kind of like the the zip-up onesies best. It was so funny because with the first child, I was telling Kendra earlier, with the first child, um, the zip-up was from the top to the bottom. So every time you change the diaper, that would get cold and this and that. Yeah. And now with my third child, the zipper is from the foot to the top. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. the foot to the top. Yeah. 
because I'm like, this makes so much more sense from the foot. The zipper starts at the foot. So when you change a diaper, the whole body's not exposed, you know? Yeah. Okay. So this is one that we kind of like went back and forth on, uh, the wipe warmer. Oh my gosh. So I'm a fan. Nicole's like, girl, you don't need no wipe warmer. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first mom thing, I think. Yeah. You know what? I want to say by the time Bryson came home, I don't even think I was using a wipe warmer. But with Kendon, I used it for the first few months for sure. Because if I had to use a cold wipe on him, it would kind of wake him up. So I'm all about like most of my things are for comfort in the middle of the night because I I really enjoyed my sleep. Yeah. So the faster I could do an exchange and get the baby back to bed, like that's what I focused on. So <laughs> some of my favorite products kind of center around that. And so the white warmer for me was just a little tool to make sure it, that the baby didn't wake up. Cause like who wants a cold wipe on their butt in the middle of the night? That's true. And I was telling Kendra, my kids slept good at night. So I guess I it's like, problems. yeah, so if they, if I had to clean that butt, it's because they woke up and they wake up, I change their diaper and then they eat and then we go back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's ba- basically, um, basically what we did too. Like when I wake up, when I woke up the baby, I would, um, or when I fed the baby, I would also change them. But a lot of times, Kendon, like, because he was breastfed, he would sleep through the, the poop, through eating. Um, you so know, I was thinking about I wake him up to feed him. Since we're talking about products, it was so funny because with my first child, Austin, we got a bottle warmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the warmer too, girl. I didn't know you had to put water in the warmer. Oh my so god, he was burning. <laughs> Not only we were hooking it up, girl, we bought two. Like this, oh the first God. one we bought didn't work, so we bought a second one. It didn't work because y'all didn't put water in it. Yeah, we didn't realize that we need to put water in it. Reading is fundamental. It really is, y'all. Reading is important because we really was looking at that thing. So we didn't get the bottle warmer right until um, the third child. Okay, y'all never got it right with Austin. No. No. How did y'all warm up his milk? You had to like boil the water. No, you know what it was? He was um he was he was mainly breastfed. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then it just got to a point where he just did every feeding with me. And then I would only pump if I was gonna be um gone for a long amount of time. Yeah, so you didn't really need it. That makes sense. Yeah. And then you best breastfed Audrey too, so yeah, I breastfed you for a long time. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, you know what I would say is a good thing is like, I think it's hard for your first time, but if you can try and even have your partner or the person that's with you at the hospital, uh-huh. notice the small things that the baby does. Because you might think it's small, but it's actually teaching you something. Uh-huh. Like Austin, uh, even in the hospital, he would, you know, nurses can swaddle a baby. They can swaddle a baby. And he would get out of it, like, with no problem. 
he was just not a swaddler. Like he did not want to be swaddled. And so sometimes it's best to check out your kid first before you go too yeah. crazy with the products with buying stuff that's very true because every baby is not going to be the same like stuff that works for my baby might not work for yours yeah so. but they will give you like kids will give you kind of a like they'll kind of give you a, um they'll give you like tells like they'll they'll give you stuff you just have to be able to recognize it and it's kind of hard because you're so tired at the very beginning <laughs> But I don't know. You know what I was going to say with my first one? I wasn't that tired. Like, I was tired with the first one, mm-hmm. but I wasn't that tired because it was only one. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You only have to deal with that one baby. Yeah, and you, like, with the first one, I feel like you get, like, I didn't really ever feel super tired with the first one. Like, I would get sleep. Like, I would get naps. I could, you know? Mm-hmm. But that second one... <laughs> You got to watch the first one. Right. There is no thing as a nap. I was tired with both. Because I had a colicky baby, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rough. It was rough with him. From the first night we brought him home, he was hollering. But I didn't know my milk hadn't come in yet. So that was a struggle with, with that. But a couple more things we have, just real quick. Yeah. Bobby pillow for nursing, even for just to, when the baby want to be held and it's like, look, look, bro, I got to eat, lay on this Bobby real quick. <laughs> but be careful with your Bobby. Like, you can't yeah. put your Bobby, you got to be very careful with your Bobby because kids will get to an age where they can fall out. Be careful. No, when no, you I'm talking about on my lap, not like, don't oh, put okay, okay. Bobby and walk away. Like, I would yeah. wrap the Bobby around my waist and lay the baby on top of it and then like eat like that oh okay that so makes sense. Will be, the baby basically will be wrapped around my waist on top of the bobby and my I, husband would my husband would use like the bobby <laughs> yeah yeah we my we husband our bobby. <laughs> yeah, my husband would use the bobby all the time yeah also uh the last couple of things we have are um, the diaper genie and the diaper genie also has scented bags, or you can also put in a um, the little Arm and Hammer, uh, like little uh, air freshener things. You could stick it to the inside of the diaper genie. So if your baby got real stanky poops, put that in there to just kind of like help air Because the, di- the diaper genie does work. Yeah, it definitely works. It'll steal all that funk in there. And trust me, you need it. Unless you're going to be going to take it outside yeah. every time, I would just go ahead and get the diaper genie. Put it on your registry because that's going to be a main thing that you need. Also, something that's not really a product, but something that I suggest and worked for me was uh, making sure you have like a Google photo account. Because if you're like me and you take a lot of pictures, you're going to need some space. So I, I kind of got that when I, um, when I had my first child, I did the Google photos because I could just have all my photos saved there and not be carrying everything in my phone. Hmm, what is that? I get, I don't even know what that is. So basically you can download the Google photo app to your oh. phone. And when you take photos or videos, it'll automatically sync to that app and it'll free up space on your phone. 
Oh. And you can access it from your computer, anywhere. It's under your email. It's under your Google account. Oh. Yeah. So if you don't have that, go ahead and get that because you're going to be taking a whole bunch of pictures and photos. Yeah. Um, and then another thing for the moms as well, um, have you like a little cart or basket or something with all your supplies so you don't have to like keep getting up to get your stuff like when everybody goes back to work and nobody is there helping you if you yeah. have a little cart I'm sure you've seen it on Instagram TikTok whatever but it really does help having a cart or a basket I had like a little um, stand in the living room because that's where I spent most of my time and it had like diapers on there, it had the wipes, um, water for me, snacks for me. Um, I also had like my um, breast pump on there. That's another thing. I really enjoyed the Spectra One breast pump mm. because it's it's um, cordless, like, or is that, it's portable. So you don't mm. have, you can charge it and move around. I use it in the car. I would literally be driving and pumping, like, it's legit. It has a nightlight on it. Um, and it's just kind of small and compact at the same time. So I really enjoyed the Spectra One breast pump. So I would keep my breast pump on there, my nipple cream, my breast pads, snacks for myself, diapers, extra onesies, literally everything I needed, especially while you're healing, because you don't want to be getting up and down, going up and down the stairs or however your house is designed. Um, you do want to walk around, but you don't want to be putting too much stress on your body while you're healing. So having the cart there for your supplies um, really does help. And then also having some cute like pajamas, not pajamas, but like loungewear or sundresses, things that you can throw on mm -hmm. to still make yourself feel good so that you're not like looking at yourself like ugh, I lost myself already you know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna be like this yeah, yeah. like some cute, some cute looks definitely goes a long way yeah and like nice comfy soft cotton stuff that you can wear that's gonna make you feel cute but also you can be comfortable um yeah and for me I got braids because like um, I don't want to be walking around like when I had my second son, I didn't have raising yet. And so I was looking a mess because I didn't have time to do my hair. Yeah. So um, once I got those braids in, I felt a little bit better about waking up in the morning because my hair was already done. I could put on a cute little comfy outfit. And when I look at myself in the mirror, I didn't want to cry. Okay, for real. <laughs> Big old underwear all on like, oh. Hey, oh, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, that pretty much sums up our new mommy product must-haves. Um, we kind of like expanded upon the product, but it's really not that many products. Um, so yeah, we'll probably compile them some type of way and put them on Instagram so that you guys can see. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope thank you guys you. enjoyed it. Um, if you guys have some mommy products that you swear by when we post it, you guys can leave it in the comments and let us know what products you guys use so that you can help another mom out if we miss something. Um, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at somebody's mama pod. Um, 
on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Somebody's Somebody's Mama Podcast. (laughs) And yeah, thank y'all for listening. We'll holla at y'all next week. Bye.